You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our RazorCast studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we're speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He also serves as a board member of Friends of Fresh and Green Academy, a nonprofit organization that does extensive charity work in education in Ethiopia. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S., and he is also a contributing member of our national network of RazorCast professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic. Is chiropractic safe? Hi, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing just great, Liz. Thanks for having me today. Well, thanks for being here. So for the first-time chiropractic patients, this really must be their number one concern. How do you answer this question when people ask you? Well, everyone wants to know if chiropractic is safe, um, and I think part of it really comes just from the fear of the unknown. They've never been. They hear stories like, oh, the chiropractor is going to crack your back or crack your neck and that it's dangerous and things like that. But really what I like to do is just kind of give people the facts. And the first thing I like to talk to people a little bit is about education because there are people out there who say, oh, chiropractors aren't real doctors. While it's true I'm not an MD, I'm not a medical doctor, I am a doctor of chiropractic and I'm fully licensed professional. I've passed rigorous state board examinations, national board examinations. I get at least 12 hours of continuing education every year. And when you look at chiropractic, our safety record really speaks for itself, especially when you look at malpractice rates, because our malpractice rate is so low, those rates are based on how often your profession gets sued or how often you you hurt people. And really, I'm proud to say that, you know, I'll tell people, I pay $2,800 a year for my malpractice insurance, where a medical doctor wow. pays closer to eight or 10000 because, again, there's more risk and more adverse reactions to what they do than to what we do. So really, chiropractic is very safe. So I explain to them the education process, and, you know, if you compare an MD's education to a chiropractor's education, I mean... Chiropractors have 520 hours of anatomy, where medical doctors have 508. Um, X-ray chiropractor has an average of 217 hours of X-ray in their chiropractic curriculum, while medical doctor has 148. Um, When you look at orthopedics in chiropractic, we study orthopedics of the spine. We get 225 hours where your regular medical education has about 156. So there's plenty of other subjects that, you know, doctors of chiropractic focus on, the adjusting, manipulation, kinesiology, things that medical doctors don't go through. And there are subjects that they study that we don't study, like pharmacology, immunology, general surgery, and things like that, that we don't do. But the core of the education, it's very similar. So when people say, oh, you're not real doctors, we are. We just don't prescribe medication or do those other things. And it's a doctor of chiropractic, just like a DDS is a doctor of dental surgery. So I usually kind of tell them about our education and our safety record and the malpractice things, and that's really the most important um, points that I can bring across that usually settle people down and get them to understand. Mm -hmm. That's great. Okay, so... You touched on this a tiny bit, but what are some common misconceptions about chiropractic care 
that lead people to ask that question, is it safe? Well, there are many misconceptions when it comes to chiropractic, and uh, I wish we had more time because we'd go through them all, um, but maybe that'll be a topic for another discussion. But, you know, when I go out into my community and we do spinal screenings or educational lectures, um, you know, I often hear statements like, you know, my mother's brother's cousin's sister's friend mm-hmm. was paralyzed by a chiropractor. And it's always like something so distant. It's never that anyone that anyone ever knows or knew personally. And the mm-hmm. truth is, is, if chiropractors paralyzed people, it would be on the front page of the New York Times. Right, you right. Know, it would take, mm-hmm. you know, and, and besides that, it take, would take such extreme negligence on a chiropractor's part to really injure someone because what we do is so simple and it's so safe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you would have to, like, totally disregard, like, if someone came in after a, a, a bad car accident and you didn't bother to x-ray him, and there was an unstable fracture, and you adjusted an unstable bone and drove a bone fragment into a spinal cord, yeah, you could, mm-hmm. you could definitely hurt someone that way. But when those people come into your office, first of all, that example that I gave, those people almost mm-hmm. never come into a chiropractor. They're usually in the hospital if there's a bone fracture because mm-hmm. they're in so much pain. They can't turn or they can't move. So it's a, it's a very different thing. Um, but the reality is is that... It just doesn't happen, and if it was happening, it would be on the front page in the New York Times. So chiropractic is very safe. Going back to you know what we pay for malpractice, it's almost nothing because it's really based on how often your profession gets sued. So the misconception that it's not safe or that chiropractors can hurt you is just simply not true, and mm-hmm. that's really the, the biggest one that it, when it comes to safety. So I always talk to people about that, and you know in our office we always do a proper exam, we always, almost always take x-rays unless it's an expecting mom because obviously you can't take x-rays mm. then. And as long as you do a proper examination and proper x-rays, you're going to mm. find out if there's something that's unstable and if treating that patient would be, would be dangerous to them. And then you make the appropriate referral. But we're very well trained. We have the education. And if you follow the protocols, you're almost never going to hurt someone. Okay, so can you describe a couple of the most common chiropractic treatments that you perform on patients and explain, you know, how safe and effective they are? Absolutely. Um, you know, the most common form of chiropractic treatment is what we call the chiropractic adjustment. However, there are many different techniques ranging from no-force techniques to moderate-force techniques that are usually determined by the practitioner's comfort level and what they expect to gain from the patient and what's going to be appropriate for that individual patient. An infant doesn't really require a lot of energy to adjust. They're generally very, very healthy. Their bones are cartilaginous. They're not true bone yet, and they haven't been on the planet for a long time, so it doesn't take a lot of force to move a, a small infant. A big athletic guy who, you know, lifts heavy weights and weighs 200 pounds, well, he might require a more energetic technique to get his bones to move into the proper place. And it would be different for, you know, a 110-pound ballet dancer. So, you know, my simple answer to that question is that all chiropractic techniques are safe. Some of them are just more appropriate for different people. You know, if someone had a history of stroke or cardiovascular disease, then, you know, you might lean towards the low-force or no-force techniques. But a good practitioner is always going to assess the patient, assess his skills and techniques to make sure that what he's doing is appropriate on that specific occasion for that specific patient. And also, you have to understand that you might not be able to help every single person. And sometimes if someone comes in that might not do well with chiropractic, it might be wise to refer that patient out to another practitioner or sometimes even to another chiropractor that uses a different technique that might be safer for that patient. And, 
your practice treats infants. You just mentioned, um, you know, how you treat little babies. You treat okay. infants, children, and pregnant women. What Correct. special accommodations do you make for these sensitive patients to ensure their safety during treatments? Well, you know, we always do a proper examination. That's always going to be first and foremost, and you take their history, find out if there's any, any, been any trauma. Um, let's start with the, uh, an expecting mom. Well, an expecting mom, it's not really going to be able, she's not going to be able to lie down flat on something that's hard. She can't lie on her stomach to sleep on a bed. We have a very special table that has like an abdominal piece that just drops out on a spring load, and so the mom can lay face down so we can do a proper assessment. Then, with a mom who's you know might be in a later later part of her pregnancy, if she's in the eighth or ninth month, sometimes a lot of rotation isn't always going to be the best thing for that type of adjustment. So you'll try a different type of adjustment with her that requires less rotation, um, and so you can make certain accommodations with that. With with small children. We talked about it before. They haven't been on the planet that long. They don't have a lot of junk or arthritis built up in their spine. It takes almost no energy to get an infant spine to adjust and very little energy as the kids start to get older. And a spine that's been well cared for throughout the course of the lifetime will always be easier to adjust. So you just use lower force techniques, less rotation, and less energy when you're working with someone that is just, you know, not your 200-pound bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. So you can do different things. There's different drop techniques that are, are very effective, and there are, you know, other light touch techniques or what people call tonal techniques with work, which work with the nerve system as well with just very light touch or vibratory touch that can also accomplish the same goal. So it's just about sizing up who your patient is, what their condition is, and what the practitioner thinks he needs to do to get them going. So there are many different techniques and many modifications that you can do to all these techniques. So you can work on anyone from a one-month-old to a 100-year-old person with osteoporosis and still have chiropractic be safe and effective. Okay. So how important is it for people to try these safe and natural healthcare options over prescription medication and surgery, you know, whenever possible? Well, it's really much more about prevention in chiropractic. And granted, it's a lot more difficult to, you know, have someone come in, a 40-year-old guy who's overweight with a herniated disc. It's going to be hard to bring him back to health because there are some changes that have already taken place in the spine. And that's why we do pediatric and, and family care, is we want to try to bring these kids up in a, in a natural way and keep the spine healthy. So when people start taking prescriptive drugs, drugs only cover up symptoms. And symptoms are our body's warning sign. If you're feeling tired and you're in pain, that's your body telling you, hey, go lay down and rest so you can heal, because as we discussed in a previous interview, the body only heals when it's at rest. Mm-hmm. And if you take drugs, you take a painkiller, it shuts off the pain message, but the pain message is there to tell you to slow down, relax, and take care of the problem, otherwise it's going to get significantly worse. And the analogy that I always use, it's like, well, if my house was on fire and I hear that nasty smoke alarm going off, I can go up there and I can pull the battery out, and I won't hear that blaring noise, but my house is still on fire. And drugs only cover up or block symptoms from actually expressing themselves. And that's really important to understand that we have our own immune system, which is designed to keep us healthy. We were designed to be healthy, not designed to be sick. And if you shut off those warning signs and ignore them, the probably inevitably is just going to get worse. So, you know, resorting to drugs 
And surgery should be your last step. You should try the natural stuff first, and then if that's not working, then you can step up to the harder things. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, so thank you so, so much, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're really busy, so we just want to thank you for all of your time and help today. True honor to be here with you, Liz. Thank you for your time as well. And for our listeners across the country, if you're interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 917-534-6484 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our entire team at RazorCast, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to... RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.